This is a Podfire production. Welcome to the Two Cripples, One Pair of Legs podcast, where every fortnight, your hosts, Adam Shepard and Natasha Price, take a long, hard look at the world through the eyes of two people who believe in grabbing life by the balls and squeezing tighter than Borat in a mankini. The good, the bad, the often cringeworthy, but most importantly, the hilarity that can and often does ensue. If you're looking for fluffy sunshine and rainbows, My Little Pony meets Care Bears type of purity, you've probably come to the wrong place. If you're after good conversation, warped humour, quick wit, a touch of sarcasm, two proud people with disabilities with the no holes barred, leave no stump unturned outlook on life, welcome home. Excellent. Hello, hello, hello. G'day, g'day. How are you? I'm good. How are you? We've got a different setup in here today. This is so cool. You can actually see, you know, that you've got no legs and I have legs and and young Lee here also has legs. So he does. We, we've changed from the three Crips, uh, one pair of legs show back to the uh, three Crips, two pairs of legs show. Two pairs of legs. I, yes. I had to think about that then. Did, did that Did that hurt you? Yes, it did. <laughs> thinking, thinking hurts me very, very much at the moment. <laughs> hey, uh, we got somebody cool in with us. We do. I mean, we're cool, but you know. But we, but we have a an absolute legend. Lee's here. a bit cooler than us. Oh, not today. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my god, it's hot out there, it's isn't it? It's so humid. I've never like we've just gotten back from Canberra and we had a couple of days on the track that was ridiculously hot. It was like forty two degrees, but the uh, the heat there was was okay because it was a dry heat. And but this, oh my god! <laughs> I still yeah. had to buy a jumper. What the yeah, fuck uh, is I up know. with that? Uh, we we had to, we had the first few days where it was like icy cold, mm-hmm. bloody freezing, and yep. then by the end of the week it was scorching. It's like talk about ten seasons. As per in usual, a day. Tash says to me, make sure you take the jump take a jump with you. I'm like, it's the middle of summer. Why mm. the hell do I need a jumper? And of course I needed a jumper, didn't I? So yeah. I bought one. Nice. And, and what is the uh the lesson you learned there, Adam? Uh I'm not going there because that I, I, we all know we're going always listen to Tash. Always listen to Tash because mm. I'm always right. Yeah. <laughs> or just don't go to Canberra. Or, or just don't uh, go to Canberra. This, yes, this this also is very true. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that though because I like Canberra. Yeah, me too. It's cool. It was a great time, but we'll talk about that. So we're actually going to do things a little bit differently today. We're going to introduce our wonderful guest here, Lee. Mm-hmm. And, oh, um, can I hit the button? Hit the button. Oh, cool. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Can you find it? That one. <laughs> I found it. The water cooler. Is that creepy, Lee? It's weird. Yeah. Does it weird. make you want to go to the toilet? Uh, yes, 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 yes. Lots of people yeah. have said that. I feel like we should change it. It's, it's not good when you're right at the start of the show and you're yeah. like, oh my God, I need to go. So the water cooler for young Lee here and for anybody who's new to listening is our interview segment where we get seriously cool people in, this fella, and uh, have a chat. So I'm going to introduce Lee, okay? I think for, you should. For all of these people that don't know this absolute legend. So Lee Skinner is a power powerlifting Para powerlifting, I can't get those words out, champion from Australia. Prior to becoming a para athlete in 2008, Lee was an automotive mechanic for 27 years before being diagnosed with a tumour in his spinal cord, which eventually crushed all nerves to his legs. 
after many years of studying personal development, setting goals, and trying to refocus on what is next in life, Lee found, found Parasports through Sporting Wheelies in December 2008. From this point, he became a para powerlifter athlete. Power paralifter athlete. Oh my god! You were practicing I, in the I car know, here I too. I am so tongue-tied. <laughs> 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 and in 2009, he qualified to become a member of the Australian para powerlifting team. Yay! I did it that time. From 2009 to 2018, I had he had the privilege of competing all over the world, representing Australia at the 2010, 2014, and 2018 Commonwealth Games. Hi, Lee. G'day. Hello. How are you two? Welcome. Yeah, Thank you. I, Thank I, you. I, I think you might be a little bit scared. You've, I, you've just experienced the depths of our very, very sick sense of humour with um, <laughs> <laughs> with us talking about the urn for Adam's leg. Yeah, so yeah. for those of you that didn't see before, young Lee here has a water bottle that looks suspiciously like an urn. It does. Um, uh, as in an urn that you might put ashes in. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I have both Tash and I actually have one very, very similar. And um, I was just explaining to Lee that. Oh, oh dude. It had to happen. has to be someone that leaves their phone oh, on, hey? F- here we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah here you we go. Ne- we're going to make you more of the day for that one. Yeah, I'm, look, I'm, 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 <laughs> I actually thought I'd put it on silent. Maybe I was already on silent and I took it off. <laughs> yeah, good job. Uh, anyway. But anyway, yeah, so the, the, wa- the, the water bottle. Um, we both you and I have one, and I've always said I'm going to get a little plaque on it um, that says Adam's Legs 2022 and um, scare some people, maybe drink out of it. So. Yeah, and, and we were talking about adding vodka and giving it a slight smoky flavour. <laughs> something <laughs> seriously <laughs> poorly. Mm, there is something seriously wrong with you, eh? You guys are yeah, weird. I know, I know. We have seriously fucked up sense of humour, but anyway, we, yep. we digress. Yes. So, Young Lee, how long yes. have you been involved in competitive sport? 2008. 2008. Yeah, Excellent. December 2008 and then made it onto the team in March 2009. Wow, that's awesome. Pretty quick. That's yeah. really quick. That's incredible. So, how did it happen so quickly? Um, I started probably just training as to get rid of my dad bod. <laughs> yep. When I was about 41. And see, I didn't get into sport until I was 44. So at 41, I started training dad bod. I had a lot of things going on previous to that mm. in my life. So I changed. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Anyway, at 41, dad bod, wanted to get rid of that. And started training with one of my mates and Johnny Milo. He lives in Victoria now, like the coolest training partner. Mm-hmm. So we'd train two hours a day, four days a week as a bodybuilding style. And it just led from there. And then you got into sport through a mate of mine. I just walked into his workshop one day. I'd done it a hundred times. Mm. Walked into Reggie's workshop and he just said, mate, have you ever thought about doing para sport? And I went, mate, I'm not, I'm not a cripple. I'm not disabled. Mm. My concept of having a disability, someone in a wheelchair is a disability, mm-hmm. but I didn't, you know. Yep. So that was my concept at the day. And he just said to me, you're an idiot. You can't even freaking walk properly. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a few little words, but it was fun. Like, we just fun. Yeah. And, um, you know, he said, look, you know, like with para sport, there's there's different levels of disability classifications and that. Yeah. And and I said, oh, you know, it was like, I suppose, because I always wanted to be a, a an athlete yeah. as a kid. And I was growing up, I used to race dirt bikes, and I wanted to be Mr. Motocross. Oh, I love it. Nice. And so at 19 or 18, I lost the use of my legs, mm. and I couldn't ride my dirt bike anymore. I couldn't change gears. I can't feel my left leg or my right quad. Yeah. It's not strong enough to kick a start or anything. Mm-hmm. And so I had sort of stopped. And so there was always this thing of, I want to be an athlete, but in the back of my mind, 
And Reggie's like, give me this little key to Pandora's box. Yeah. And he slightly opened the door, you know. And it's like, well, maybe there is a chance of yeah. me doing something yeah. at 44 years old. Um, yeah. 44 is the – what's – you know, they say the the, the, av- the average age of a para athlete is yeah, yeah. Uh, generally much older because we we get into it later in life after after you know becoming disabled. All the, yeah, um, all the other stuff we yeah, go through. Exactly mm. right. Yeah, yeah. So, w- was powerlifting the first thing for you? Was that like was that originally what you got into from the get go? Yeah, but there, it was like I went. Well, how it worked was I I didn't know much about sport. Didn't even know about power powerlifting. Mm-hmm. How you say it, Tash? Power, power, lifting. Power, 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 Anyway, I didn't know much about it, and it was through Sporting Wheelies. So mm-hmm. Reggie said, you know, give Sporting Wheelies a call, gave him a call, and they had a come and try day down at Palm, Palm mm-hmm. Beach High, which on the Gold Coast down at Palm Beach, and went and had a tryout, and they they got us to do all these weird stuff like vertical jump. <laughs> and I went, okay, yeah, I struggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. yeah. You, we, neither of us would be any good at that. Um, <laughs> and then a, a horizontal jump. So they measure that someone, the length they jumped, and mm-hmm. I like was nothing. I can't jump. So, yeah. But they, what they did do is a cool thing is they got me to sit on the floor back against the wall and gave me a basketball and said, now I want you to throw that as far as you can. And the lady measuring was probably about five meters away. And so that's where the average person was. So she'd measure where it hit the floor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I threw it, I went right across the basketball court to the other side, you know, and she's got a bit excited and looked at my uh, list that I'd written down. And she said, yeah. oh, you mm-hmm. really like weightlifting. You're like, um, I think I had archery and shooting. Mm-hmm. And she said, you've got great upper body explosive strength. How about weightlifting or para powerlifting? And I'm like, what's para powerlifting? Yeah. And she said, it's bench press for people with disabilities, male and female. They put you on like a big bench that's about two metres long, strap across your legs, and you bench press. Mm. And I got excited because mm-hmm. I went, I already weight trained with my mate Johnny. Yeah. Let's give this a crack. Love it. Hell yeah. yeah. So that's why I probably had already two years of training or three yeah. years of training preempting, not knowing I was going to do this because I didn't even know what it was. Yeah, love mm. it. Yeah. Awesome. So amongst when when you were – you know, so you've you've done a few Commonwealth Games, and and um, what what does a typical back then? What did a typical training week look like for you? Um, easy way to explain typical training. So competition year, I'd bench press over a million kilos. Wow! Holy crap balls! Yeah, I mean, not all at once, obviously. Not in one day. <laughs> so over fifty-two I mean, weeks. Yeah, so <laughs> probably just over twenty ton a week. Wow! And just that's just benching. That's without. All the auxiliary stuff, you know, your back yep. work and yep. shoulder work, stabilisation and everything. So yep. it's a lot of work. Been, the DOMS must have been out of this universe. Um, no, I didn't get, didn't get them. You didn't get DOMS. Oh, no, because you're just, you, you're you doing so much work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no time for that. For no time for well. that. So yeah, yeah. because yeah, awesome. we work with powerlifting, it's different. It's like, yeah, I'm not a very big guy mm-hmm. um, compared to the amount of weight I can lift, but it's more neural. So we work on neural strength, not actual well, muscle strength, but also neural strength. So okay, that's really a little bit, di- yeah, it's cool. It's different. Mm. So, what's your bench record then? Um, at eighty-two kilos, para was um, one hundred and seventy-two and a half. And you're the Australian record ho- record holder for that. I was too, yes. Oh, oh, somebody taking it off you? Yeah, oh, one of my mates. Son of a bitch. Ben, <laughs> Benny, we'll just name him out now. Benny. Yeah, yeah, call him out. Yeah. A, this is what this show's all about. It's about calling out Benny, people. you suck, brother. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a good mate. He was 88 kilos and I'm 80 kilo bench, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what happened was he come down in a weight division once for one comp. Mm. Oh. 
beat my that record was 165 kilos yeah. and beat that and I went yeah oh well it doesn't matter son of a bitch so I went and done some <laughs> able body benching then because I can still walk yeah yeah so I did some able body comps and that and yeah went pretty well awesome good job yeah. good job so so with your obviously you had the the tumor and which has led to sort of where you are now mm. has that sort of um, have you regained anything or is it has it been fairly s- a steady thing for you uh it's a decline decline yeah, yeah mate. Okay. yeah like when i come out of hospital at eight at 19 mm-hmm. i could still function reasonable and because the doctor or the surgeon removed the tumor at 18 is yeah. uh, t12 l1 mm-hmm. but i don't have a t12 so if i did it was there yeah. i've got a few other complications um yeah i come home and thought i'm more fixed yeah yeah you know i've got no tumor yeah cool yeah. i'm gonna go back and i'm gonna ride my dirt bike i'm gonna play soccer and all that stuff I mm. uh, go with my mates, but yeah, no, it was it was pretty not going to happen. Yeah. Okay. So unfortunately, the damage was done to the nerves. Yeah. And now, over the last forty odd years, that the tumor's grown back. Oh. And yeah, I've lost full function of my left ankle. Like, yeah. can't feel it. Can't feel my right quad. Yeah. And it's just getting. It's like so. It's probably getting worse. Yeah. I went for a stage, um, just before the last Commonwealth game or Gold Coast Commonwealth Games. I started falling over. Every day, sort of tripping over, just nothing. Just my leg would yeah. give out. It's like a switch. So imagine turning the light off. Yeah, that's what would happen to my leg. And so it was the right oh. quad would just mm. turn off, and I'd fall on the ground. Yeah. Um, but then we had another surgery and and and, and fused all my lower spine. So I'm fused up here through congenital from spina bifida. Oh, okay. Okay. And yeah, another brother. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I've only got ten thoracic vertebrae, and yep. six of them are all fused from birth. Yep. And then yeah, now my old lumbar's fused. So with the fusion, how does that affect your ability to move around? Difficult. Yeah, I can Yeah, imagine. I've got four vertebrae in the middle that have got a little bit of movement. That's it. That's it. Out yeah. of all of them. God. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't rotate. I don't twist. Just yeah. That's the way it is. Yeah. Mm. yeah life's great. I love it. <laughs> you adapt, hey? Oh, you wouldn't change it for the world. You know, people ask you, what would you do? I'm like, I don't know. I like the way I am. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's exactly what we say, you know. Yeah. At the at the end of the day, yeah, there, there are there are challenges with disability, but at the same time wouldn't have the opportunities that we mm. that we've had. So why why change it? Yep. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. So you've been you've been fortunate enough to represent Australia um, on on a few occasions now, haven't you? Through Commonwealth Games and, and different things. Talk to us about the ex- that experience and what that was like for you. Uh, first First probably big comp I had was Arafura Games in 2009. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, that was really cool. But there was such a lesson for me was I was – it was my first international comp. Mm-hmm. And so what I did was stood side stage. In, like I did my warm-up, yep. waiting for my turn to come out on stage. And it was probably – I think it might have been 10 lifters. I decided to go and watch the other lifters lift. Mm. <laughs> and anyway, <laughs> first lift I went out and did 140 kilos and it was like – I was so full of adrenaline. It's like, did they really have 140 kilos? It's like, I feel like 10. Yeah. Yeah. Second lift, 145 kilos, and it buried me. So uh, my lesson was because I went out and I started focusing on everybody else and watching them and not focusing on my own game, Mm -hmm. I lost bad. Yeah. Yeah. But then from there, mate, it went on um, to to the Worlds. And yeah, the Worlds was a massive thing. There's over 500 para powerlifters yeah, wow. compete at these games mm. and that was in Malaysia and like best couple of weeks with my mates and that. Yeah. But it was really cool but it was just, yeah, it's just things like when I went to India, the Com Games in Delhi, mm-hmm. that was my first Com Games. So that was an eye-opener because Delhi, you know, all the controversy with Delhi and that mm-hmm. and I love yeah. the, 
you know, the people there were beautiful people. They tried so hard to get it right for us all. Yeah. Um, but their buildings weren't quite as good as what they should have been. My door didn't yeah. lock. I had to chase out some natives in my room one day. They were oh stealing stuff out of my oh, fridge. Wow. Yeah, and I, d- I didn't chase them out. I mean, I like yeah. I grabbed a guy and I said, mate, look, if you want to just if you want anything, just ask, mate. I don't mind yeah. you taking stuff. Yeah. Because it's just water and, and bottles of Gatorade and stuff yeah. out of your fridge. Yeah. And I thought, well, they obviously need stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I said, mate, just ask, mate. Just come and ask me. It's cool. I'll give it to you whatever you want. Just yeah. ask. Yeah. Just be polite. Just please. don't take yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. Um, and, but that was a really good thing, I suppose. Mm. Um. I have a cool story if we got Ooh, time. Oh, hundred percent. Stories, stories is what we're um, all about. Yeah, when um, when we were at um, in Delhi, there they had these like trees, and they had little spikes on the trees. And what they do is every time some, one of the countries, one state, say a tree was Australia. Every time Australia won a bronze medal, they put a bronze dove on this bit of dowel mm. and okay. a silver and a gold at the top. Anyway, we all, me and Dian, Dian was one of the she female para powerlifter competitors. Mm. And we're just walking, checking out the trees. See how many? It was really cool, actually, really cool because you could see how many medals each country had mm. as we're going on through the games for the ten days. You know, yeah, uh, it, was, I it was a great concept. Anyway, security was massive over there. Like we had guns, guys with AKs, guns, wow, strapped yeah, everywhere. So we go on a bus, guy with a gun. There was a, a car behind us with guns. Mm-hmm. Um, Around the village, there was gun turrets every 200 metres, and then there was a, cir- a ring road, and then another row of guns. Wow. Full-on security. Anyway, we had security inside the village, walking up and down, doing parades, and they all had big guns and, like, pretty intimidating. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we're rocking up, walking up, and she's in a wheelchair. And anyway, I grab, she goes, oh, I love these doves. I have this credit great. I said, you want one? She goes. <laughs> I can see where this is going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I grabbed a dove off. Australia, bronze stuff. And I said, oh, I might get myself one. So I grabbed two. <laughs> because she's in a chair, she put him under a jumper, oh. like under a shirt. Yes. And she's wheeling back. Anyway, the security guard with the guns walking forward, she shit her pants, right? She oh, thought, yeah. oh, no. Oh, no. He's seen us. We're stealing guns. <laughs> We're going to get fucking shot. <laughs> anyway, I said, just be cool. Just act cool, act cool. And as he's walked past, I've gone, <laughs> and she fucking shit. He's turned around. I went, hey, buddy. Hey. She shit, eh? Oh, no. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, yeah, that was super funny, that one. <laughs> so it sounds like you had a lot of fun. That was fun, Delhi. was really cool, yeah, yeah. for an opener. Um, mm. Scotland was... It, Scotland was probably my best one. Yeah. Okay. Um, only because I had to go through a lot of stuff. For whatever reason it was, I, I, I knew I was going to go to Scotland. Two years out, I made the decision and I said, no matter what, I'm going to Scotland. Yep. yep but I, now I know why because I had made a um, – I wanted – I made a goal back in 2006. Mm-hmm. So I started listening to Anthony Robbins and we started yep. making goals. Anyway. Awesome. Two-year, five-year, ten-year goal, 20-year goal. So I set this 20-year goal and I'm going to make this so big and out there that if it comes off, I know visualising and all the things I was doing will work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was to meet the Queen. Oh. Ah, cool. Right. So leading up to Scotland, um, I knew that I had to just go. I don't know what was dragging me, but I had a brain bleed. I trained so hard. One day I popped a blood vessels in my Ooh. brain and got brain bleeds. Wow. So I had to stop for a little while and then broke my ribs at the week before a competition. <gasps> and that was a qualifying Sucks. competition. Oh, no. <laughs> and so I still had to bench and do all that. But I made it. Got to Scotland. Good yeah. job. 
Awesome. And yeah, we did a training session. I was, and then I was in an ice bath one day in Scotland, right? In a recovery session, mm-hmm. seven degrees in the ice bath, freezing my little jibbies off. <laughs> <laughs> jibbies, yeah, I like it. <laughs> and um, word comes around that the Queen was coming oh. to the athletes' village. Oh, I love it. Now I was like, what the? So I was so excited. Out, trackies on, second in line at the food hall. Mm-hmm. Guess who walks in? Away. The Queen. The Queen. Wow. That's and so cool. Yeah. The Queen walks in and she's like where my drink bottle is or maybe, you know, 600 mil, seven, under a metre. Yep. There we look at each other. And you're not allowed to shake your hand. No. Mm. I've just like kidding a lolly shot, man. Hey? <laughs> Out of control. Going, fucking Queen. <laughs> <laughs> she's so shit. she's so beautiful. So yeah. little. She was, sorry. Yeah. She's no, yeah, a beautiful lady. Um, yeah, such an honour. Just to be in the same room as her. Yeah. And then I look back now and I go, well, that's what it was about. That's why I went through all the shit. I think it was the universe mm. saying, you're not going. I'm not going to all. Stuff you. I'm going to go. Brain mm. bleeds, brain ribs. I don't care. I'm going. Yeah. Yep. Um, they just could put up roadblocks. I think that's pretty normal. Yeah. It happens with all of us. No, <laughs> yeah, we, we know <laughs> oh about God, that yes, one. All the roadblocks. We know about it. <laughs> we know about that one. Yeah. But um, That was special. Yeah. That was yeah. awesome. I love that. The... um. You, you, like when you go away on been away on teams and stuff uh, like I mean every team I've ever been away on and there's been a few you know shenanigans ensue like you know I'll, I I digress for a second I was away once and I was sharing a room with uh, a good really good buddy of mine we used to request every time we we're away mm. at, at the same competitions because yeah. you know we knew we could survive in the same living in the same yeah. space as each other but one morning we got in we were in this hotel room and it wasn't an accessible room and I had to go into the toilet get on the toilet push my chair out the door then shut the door because there was not enough space in there well, one day, uh, I got out of the toilet, went to pull my chair in, and all that was there was a wheel off my chair. Nothing <laughs> else. <laughs> love mates, don't they? Oh. Oh. Love so, mates. so what, what he'd done, he's, he'd strategically pulled my chair apart in another wheelchair. So he knew what he was doing. Mm. Every bit that he could possibly take off and hit it around the, around the apartment. <laughs> so for the next... 45 minutes, I was searching around the bloody apartment trying to find bits of my chair everywhere. Wow. And, like, when I say he pulled my chair apart, yeah. like, it was, it was freaking out. everywhere. I really need to meet this person because, like, I, I, I... He's a good guy. He sounds like the perfect mentor for me. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We, we had some fun. We had some... Yeah, men... No. Yes, no. mentor. Yes. Get <laughs> you a thing or two. Exactly right. So we, we still see you at... Um, at Gold Coast Performance Centre. Mm. Hello, guys, if you're uh, if you're watching. Hello. Shout out. Um, we see you there training. These days, what what's training what's training look like for you now? Um, more about recovery, rehab sort of stuff for me. Yeah. So I've got a pretty big event coming up in, in uh, May. Mm-hmm. My daughter gets married. Oh, wow. I see. That's huge. Congratulations. Yeah, that's that's huge. so cool. Yeah. Fabulous. So, mm. um, just trying to keep it all together mm-hmm. so dad can walk it down the aisle. I love it. Mm-hmm. That, that seems like probably the, yep. the biggest Ooh. and best yep. yeah, so competition um, ever. <laughs> yeah, so it's pretty hard work. So we go, go, go to Atkins Health. So yeah. G'day, boys. Hello, guys. Hello. Um, yeah, Great so team there. Zach and Brock. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they've been, I've been started off, I suppose after last surgery in 2019, I was in my chair mm-hmm. and we started in the pool. Yep. And I've progressed from the pool to walking with a stick. Yeah, and now I can walk. You know, I wear an AFO and all that, but mm-hmm. I actually walk out. Yeah, where which is really cool. So it's taking me f- 
let's say four five year, four years yeah. yeah to get to this point now so I can walk so we do that a couple of times a week I see physio a couple of times a week mm-hmm. um, adjust physio um, my mate Michael and that's pretty much but then yeah also I do I, I last year I trained and broke a world record doing powerlifting and all that mm-hmm. stuff for yeah, everybody yeah. so that was pretty cool. Mm. But then my shoulders are a bit cooked, so after all the years and years of training. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I just try, I'll probably train for a couple of weeks, then I and I feel up to a comp, mm. and they're cooked. Then I stop, I'll have a break for another couple of months, and then train again if I want to do something. Because I'm yeah. pretty lucky, I still retain a little bit of muscle tissue and activation. Well, that's yeah, good. Great. a fair yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. So I don't have to do a, like a, a 10 week block. Yeah. yeah. I probably couldn't do that. But I can do a four week block. Four week block. Really yeah. intense. Mm <laughs> hmm. Go do what I need to do, and then yeah, I hang in. That's funny. A previous guest we had, Carl Sullivan Karate. He yeah. um, he said very very similar that he he manages to do his training blocks over a very very short space yeah, of time yeah, yeah. leading mm. up to a competition. Yeah, it must be you know a lot in the whole muscle memory thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, just muscle memory, neural stuff, neural pathways mm. we built over you know last 14, 15 yeah. years. Yeah, and it's just determination. Yeah, yeah, it makes a whole lot of difference. You've got, yeah, you've yeah. got a, you know, you've got a thing at the end of this. Well, not at the end of the journey, but you know, you've mm. got something you're you're working towards, and yeah, yeah, you sort of know where you want the world record is, and I know I'm going to go bust a by one or two kilos, mm-hmm. so I have a point exactly where I got to be. So I just work out what I need to do to get to that point yeah. quickly yeah. as possible. Mm. Just go and do it. Work, work out the baby steps. That's what we always say. Mm. You know, it's funny. I think um, you know people think about weightlifting and gym training, and you know. And, um, you know, people often who, who aren't in the know and don't understand it will uh, automatically look at it and go, oh, it's about, I lift things up and put them down. <laughs> and, you know, stuff. <laughs> Did you like that impression? Great, <laughs> great impression there. Yeah. Um, but they don't, you know, they don't get the science behind it mm. and, and the reason why done, things are done a certain way. And, you know, and the reason why, you know, wheelies and, you know, uh, uh, we spend so much time on looking after it, on the rehab stuff as well. Mm. So, you know, rotator cuffs and, and, joint and all that sort of not kind of joints (laughs) what are you talking about yeah yeah. (laughs) all that sort of stuff yeah Yeah, it's huge as a uh, for an example one of my mates he was in the wheelchair he's double amputee Mm -hmm. Um, must be a cool guy he's awesome he's the best dude (laughs) willie his name's willie oh cool um he 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 tore his super sonatas split it right in a competition for the com games going to 2014 going to glasgow um He'd come to us later on and, you know, when we got back, I go back to Australia and, that and we talked and he said he'd never do another one because having no legs, yeah, he can wear prosthetic limbs. So he's yep. below knee amp, but he spends a lot of time in the chair. But then transferring, mm. he had one arm. Yeah. So a lot of people probably don't think about this, you know, like mm, to go to the impossible. toilet, go to the bathroom, um, get in and out of the car, all that, you know, you guys yeah. know, the transferring stuff, he couldn't do. Yeah. So it's really difficult when you're a para- when you've only got one good limb. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's yeah. bloody hard work, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So you've got a um, a pretty awesome role with Sporting Wheelies um, that you do. Tell us about that. Um, we are, well, I work for Sporting Wheelies. Um, I've been with them as a volunteer since 2008. So as soon as I, and I said to, because they're the ones that got me into sport and everything, so I've always wanted to give back to the community and give back to Sporting Wheelies. But then a couple of years ago, they offered us a position. And so what we do, we're called Game Changers. Mm-hmm. So there's there's about 25 or so people with disabilities. And what we do is they warm, we go around to schools, high schools, primary schools, and we'll take a basketball program, like wheelchair basketball program, to the school. Mm-hmm. 
and we teach kids, able-bodied kids, mm -hmm. how to use a wheelchair, how to play wheelchair basketball. Because normally there's a child within that school mm -hmm. that is in a wheelchair. Yeah. And they get a little bit ostracised in that. So yeah. Yeah. we make it fun mm -hmm. for the other kids. And then the kids, the able-bodied go, this is really hard. They don't know how hard it is till they actually yeah. sit their bum in a chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah for and sure. Try it, mm. and then the the young person in the wheelchair gets a little bit more. You know, they get more friends, and yeah. so it works. Like that. it's pretty cool. We love, That's and then awesome. we get to talk. You now we get taught the kids and do all sorts of stuff. Yeah, That's we we love those opportunities to get to speak to children because mm. you know reaching them young mm. before they've built too many of those unconscious biases that so many people as adults have yeah um it, it's really important and they they, yeah. they tend to be much more open at a younger age okay uh, th this is I, i've been looking forward to asking this question for ages uh because i've done a little bit of research and okay. I, I i got a bit of a feeling i know where this is going so pre-competition rituals and or for you mm. like yeah do you have a pair of shoes or... Oh, there's nothing, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. Um, I wear Deadpool undies. See, I've got my little man. I don't know if you can see him. Yeah, we've got, got the little... Got my little Deadpool, Deadpool man here. How cool is... Um, he's very cool. He's cool. <laughs> so I wear Deadpool socks and, and Deadpool undies, usually at competitions or things that... Um, I think it's appropriate to wear. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, I've got a de uh, one of my one of my boys that, or the boys that used to train with. He he was yeah. a, a graphic artist, mm -hmm. and he on my weight belt, um, he Deadpool across the back. So cool! Oh, That's it. really love cool. It. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, but I'm not allowed to wear that in competition because it's advertising all that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but yeah, local competitions is cool. But I'm talking about com game yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, Deadpool. So is my so man. where did the whole Deadpool thing come from? Um. Mm. I'd done a lot of PD stuff, a lot of personal development, and I was doing, I did studied NLP. Mm -hmm. So uh, it was in our last NLP course, and um, my mentor, Dwayne, said, Really, we should think about being a superhero. Who would you be? You'd be <laughs> Deadpool. I love it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and someone goes, You know, like Spider Man and Superman and Wonder Woman. And I went, Yep. Man, I reckon I'm Deadpool. Yeah, yep. I love it. <laughs> and, and he's pissed himself laughing and it's really cool. But then people do ask, why Deadpool? Because it's not the fact that he kills people, right? Yeah. That's not cool. It's the fact that he can regenerate limbs. Yep. Ah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. Like yep. So remember like he gets it. his hand cut off in one and grows a hand. Well, I've been trying to grow some freaking legs for the last <laughs> 40 years. If you, and if you find Adam, a secret, mate, yeah, let yeah. me know. A couple of lizard's tails or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's why Deadpool is, yeah, he's cool. Um, and, you know, and there's a few swears along the way, so, you know. Huh. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't mind that. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I constantly, every, the, my, my most common question I get asked, particularly when I go and pick up my six-year-old from school, mm. um, you know, kids will come up to me and they'll look at me and they'll go, oh, they haven't grown back yet. I'm like, no, mate, not a lizard. Mm. All right, we're wrapping this mm. up because I know you've, you've got to get out. Yes, um, I'm doing. All right. So you're an Australia Day ambassador. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So Sorry. what did that entail? Um, this year we went. To, I went to uh, Warwick. Cool. And so what happens is, and also Stanthorpe. So I had <laughs> two things to do. Awesome. Um, so what that entails is we go to uh, like a country town. So there's 300 of us mm -hmm. around Australia, and it's all government run. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what we do is we go around and we do, we'll tell a story, a speech about ourselves, uh, how, how we come to do what we do, and mm -hmm. what makes us like Australia, like home. Yeah. 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 Um, so we. You know, the Australia Day ceremonies, so 
um, people becoming new Australians. Yep. We help out there. We help out with the awards for Australia Day Awards. We shake hands, talk to the pollies, mm-hmm. pretty much. And then I, this one, I did a speech, 15, 17 minute speech, talking about how I went from where I was and to what I've yeah. done. Yeah. Um, and then a little bit in the end about why I love Australia and yeah. the people of Australia and everything like that. Yeah. So that's Lovely. normal for us. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I love doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's um, been doing it for a couple of years now. We had very cool. COVID in the middle, so there's, you know, there's like no COVID parts, but yeah. Yeah, previous yeah. and after, yeah, we, I love it. Yeah. It's really cool. I'm, I mean, I'm, I've been fortunate enough as a junior, um, mm-hmm. you know, representing Australia in, in my sport, wheelchair racing, and, um, and you, you're well on your way to doing the same. Yep, fingers crossed. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, no, it's it, – it, yeah, we love the country we're in, and, and mm. that's such a, a cool thing to be able to do. That's why mm. I choose cho- chose to immigrate here because it's you know an incredible country, and it's mm. it's the place that's given me my life back. So I mm. you know I, I I see myself as yes an expat pom, but a, a proud Australian as well. Yeah, so, You're yeah. Posse. I'm a posse. Posse. Exactly. Pommy Aussie. Posse. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. One last question. If you could give. Uh, any advice to 10-year-old Lee, what would it be? Be grateful. Be grateful? Yep. My biggest thing going from where I come before 40, mm-hmm. I had a 20-year block of bad stuff, um, I was not grateful. I was a negative and opposite mm-hmm. to anything grateful. Mm. I learned how to appreciate that, yeah, my legs didn't work yep. like the way I wanted them to, but they held my bum up. So I could be grateful, I can stand up, I can cuddle my wife, mm-hmm. look her in the eye, you know. Yeah. Um, so I had to learn gratitude at 40. Mm. And I think that's where my life turned upside down from a negative to a positive. Yeah, yeah awesome. Everything changes. And I, every day I'm grateful now. So when I wake up every morning, I sit on the edge of my bed and just thank God. You know, I'm not real religious. No. But I thank God that I'm here for another day. Yep. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Um, all those little things that help out and makes us positive. And be grateful for the shit. Some things, some things are there for a reason. Hundred exactly. percent. Yeah. You yeah. know. So I think that was the biggest thing I would tell myself at ten, mm-hmm. or tell anyone now. You know, I like to tell anyone. Yeah. Um, stand on anyone's stage and just stay, be positive and be yeah, exactly. gra- grateful. Yeah. Grateful for what we have, not for what we don't have. Yeah. Um, that is probably the biggest thing, mate. It's yeah. changed my life. Yeah. That's, that's great advice. I mean, we we often say, um, you know, the the negative stuff or the not so great stuff that happens in our lives mm. is, is put there. You know. Sometimes in times when we need a bit of a kick in the ass and, you know, a bit of a, a, a re-look at, you know, and a refocus on things. But but also it tends mm. to be the negative stuff, the challenges that shape you in a positive mm-hmm. way. You know, all the all the good stuff, it gives you a nice fuzzy feeling, but it's not necessarily the stuff that gives you all your positive traits and, and mm. it shapes you in, into, the, you know, a, a, a good human being. It's adversity that makes you stronger. And yes, mm. it's shit to go through, but... At the end of the day, you you generally end up with um as as a more rounded human with a greater appreciation for the things in life that matter. So, mm. yeah, hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent. Lee Skinner, thank you so much for joining us, thank mate. You. It has been awesome to have you sitting in the hot seat, and um, it's it's been really great. And um, all the best for the wedding, mate. Um, mm. I, I can't. I hope to get to see some photos. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, mate. it'd be pretty cool. My daughter said to me the other week. She said, "Dad." Because i got to practice walking with her because I yeah. can't do slow stuff. Anyway, she said, Dad, if we fall over and that and then walking down the aisle, who cares? Just get up and we'll have a laugh. See, yeah, that's exactly. cool. And it's that's my really girl. Cool. You know, my girl's just said, so I went, yeah, okay. 
Yeah, it makes me true. relax. It's relaxed. At, yeah. at, at the end of the day, what will matter to her is just that you're there. It yeah. doesn't matter whether yeah. it's it's perfect or your perception of what Stop is it. perfect. Stop mm. it. Yeah. It's just, uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. A big, strong, tough power lift. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, hey, I cried on here the other week, didn't I? Far out. Like, I, 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 yes. I, I don't, don't do mm. shit like that, but there you go. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've probably. Yes, won't. you cry all the time. I do. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm with you, mate. I'm with you. Yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, guys. Grateful for being here today oh, and have to right. talk to the audience. And it's mm. been a pleasure having have you. Have a on. bit of fun. Yeah, we, we we have a bit of fun and we talk a bit of shit. Yeah. <laughs> talk yeah. lots of shit. Cool. You should hear what's coming next. Lots of shit coming. Lots of shit. Yeah, yeah cool. <laughs> All right, Fine, mate. Thank you. No worries. We'll we'll we will work. catch you again yeah. soon. Okay. Bye bye. I was just saying how awesome Ruby and Ziggy are. Oh, they're, they're, they're great humans and, and we're very lucky to they're have such wonderful people supporting us here. We are. At we Podfire. are. Yes. And we, I, I said that again because we weren't recording before and I wanted that to be part of it. wanted that to be yeah, part of it. They the need show. a shout out. <laughs> they do need a shout they out. They do need a shout out. <laughs> but shout out to everyone here at Podfire. Great work, mm-hmm. guys. Okay, All let's right. just get back into it. That was fun, wasn't it? It was great to speak to Lee. He's Thank a, you, Lee. He's a, he's a great human doing he some wonderful things. He is such a good guy. He's, he really he's just so... And he's very uh, humble. Yeah, very humble, and he's done some awesome things. And he um, has. I like talking to Lee about his his uh, training now, um, because, like I said before, you know, people think weightlifting and and all that is all about you know that I lift things up and put them down. I just want to do that again, <laughs> and you know, there's no there's no real science to it. But um, you know, Lee Lee sees exercise physiology and physios, and um, you know, it's it's all about. Yeah, keeping your body in check. Exactly right. All right, let's move on. Okay, let's do it. Pick a button, any button. It's the moral of the day. I'll never get sick of that. I really won't. <laughs> Me neither. Hey, guys, if you haven't watched the YouTube version of this podcast, you really need to because yes. that intro on video is hilarious. It is. Great I, work, Ruby. <laughs> I needed water. So, morning of the day today. So, we, we Tash and I, we have, we have our business, Invincible, of course. We do. Was a good shout out, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, good job. Oh, <laughs> good name drop. Yeah, no, I do what I can. <laughs> Follow us on socials. But um, and we we do a lot of networking events and a lot of expos business and things, expos business and expos stuff, yeah, and things, things like, like this. And mm-hmm. um, it's great because a lot of what we do is business to business or organisations and whatnot. And but ah, oh, this this guy, um, there was this we were at, at at this expo and there was this young guy there who couldn't have been any more than maybe twenty one. Yeah, he, he looked pretty young. He looked eleven. <laughs> <laughs> he was a um, young guy, <laughs> dressed dressed up in his big business suit. In his business suit, and he was talking about, um, and and he was from a business mentoring group or um, business strategy and stuff yeah, like that. And yeah, business, some kind of business to business service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And like, kudos to him. I mean, I don't care about age. If he knows what he's talking about, he knows what he's talking yes. about. But he came up he to didn't us. Didn't know and, what he was talking uh, about on this he occasion. He came up sure. to us. <laughs> he came up to us at our stand. He's like, "Oh well, you know, if I can help you with anything, and and uh, you know, and, and at, at this point, you know, I was, I was like, cool, all right, cool, thanks, okay. bud. You know, we'll, we'll absolutely." And then he says this. He looks at me. He goes, 
because we all know people with disabilities have loads of money. They just don't really know what to do with it. Yeah, all this disposable income apparently that we have. <laughs> Are you shitting me? Are you kidding, right? Where the hell oh does he my. get that idea? I know, like, what the hell? The funniest thing was the, the person that he was with was clearly mortified. The, the, he was, it was, I don't know if it was his business partner, mentor or whatever, an, uh, an older lady. And he said it, and her eyes just went wide. <laughs> and I, the the if the eye roll was any stronger, she would have flipped on her side. Like oh, my Jesus, yeah. Like, I, I, what would make somebody think that? Okay, apart from anything, it is near impossible to get a job when you when you have some kind of when you have a you know a very obvious disability. Yeah. Mm. That's hence the reason why it's a lot so harder. Many, put it that yeah, way. Yeah, it's hence the reason why so many people either end up on mm. government support, which you know it's not because they want to be there. It's because maintaining a job and staying in employment can be very very difficult there are very 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 many barriers or they end up starting their own business because because of those difficulties because it's the only option they have in order to be employed there's, there's so, a, so where's this yeah. idea that we have all this money coming from it's it's an interesting stat that people with disabilities make up a lot the large majority of people of business owners mm. um because so a, a person with a disability, according to statistics, is actually the 33% more likely to hold a business down after the first year than somebody without a disability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and that's purely because we, we have to be more determined because there is no other option. There is, well, there is just no other option. You, know, you and I spend a large amount of time between doctor's appointments and, and all that sort of <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly, and that's the thing. But, like... I, I just don't, I really wish I understood where this guy's mindset I, came from with this. I'll, I'll Does be, he, he think that disability um, yeah. support payment is, is that much money that we can just like lounge in the lap of luxury no. or something? I well, don't I, get it. I've been on disability support and I can tell you right now, you you survive on it. You certainly don't live on it. You survive on it. Yeah, um, and, and, and like any kind of benefit, you, yeah. it's enough to. Well, it's it, it, yeah, it's not really enough to survive on. To be honest, I, I wish I'd have. I, I was. And I'm not usually short of words, but I was. I was genuinely dumbfounded. I know. Didn't but, just didn't know what to say. Plus, I was. I was stop. trying to stop myself from pissing myself laughing from the um, other lady that was with her reaction because that was kind of gold. Yes. Um, but oh, it was just hilarious. And I almost, I, thinking back now, I wish, I'm like, oh, that's an interesting perspective. What? Where I know we should we should have said to him. So where do you believe that this money is coming from, yeah. and, and why do you feel that this is the case? Because, dude, it's, that's just not true. Who has any disposable income these days? Let alone people with disabilities. Yeah, just, absolutely. I, you know, life is tough for everyone. Mm -hmm. But yes, anyway. Yeah. So yes, more. <laughs> Day. Yeah. I, I I feel like I I feel bad calling him a moron. I kind of do because I think he's just I think he's a bit dazed and confused. Well, I, mean, <laughs> I felt like okay, so he was he was the kind of young lad that you would have expected to see trying to make his way in Wall Street or something, trying mm. to keep up with all the the um people that had much more experience, trainee in, insurance in, salesman, yeah, or yeah, that kind of thing. Who who was just trying to impress his boss, I feel. Yeah, and I yeah. feel like he's he allowed his mouth to run away from him a little bit there. 
spoke before he engaged his brain. Yeah, I wonder if as he was saying it, as the words were coming out of his mouth, (laughs) in his head was going, backpedal, backpedal, backpedal. I know I would have been. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't seem to be, did he? He just kept going. Mind you, that that could have been the whole, oh, I need to put things right here, but oh, shit. (laughs) I kind of wish I'd kept that conversation going, but at the time I was like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, I know, right? I just, yeah, anyway. Anyway. (laughs) Fun, <laughs> fun. So, yeah, he makes it on this episode's moron of the day. Yeah, I don't remember does. his name. Not that we'd call out his name anyway because no. that's not nice. But, no. But, um, yeah, but you'll you'll yes. know who you are if you're so, watching. So, so, guys, if if you are thinking that people with disabilities seem to have a shit ton of money just hiding away in the coffers, mm-hmm. yeah, you're sadly mistaken. <laughs> yeah, well. I mean, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's some around that are very well off, but um, yeah, no, not certainly not the average one. No, 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 no exactly. Mm. Shall we so move on? Going from very moronic to um. Very good pe- kind. Good, good people. people. Good, good people. Good people. <laughs> Did you just hit your head on the microphone? Yes. The kindness virus. I do a good job with that. that so that's just ridiculous. The kindness virus. The kindness virus. <laughs> <laughs> I know I give you shit every single episode about that, but. It's because I'm all sunshine and fucking unicorns and rainbows. <laughs> sunshine. Right. Rainbows coming at me ass. Yeah. yeah. Skittles. <laughs> Where did that come I from? I have no idea. No, neither do I. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, go on. I was just going to say, so we've we've just been away in Canberra. I had... Um, Hello, Cam- Hello, Canberrians. Hello, Canberrians. Cam- people from Canberra. <laughs> if, if, if you know what we're supposed to call... People from Canberra, put it in comments, please. Because I'm sure it's probably something like people from Newcastle, Novacastrians. Nova, see, I would, I would give both my legs to be called a Novacastrian because I just think that's fucking cool. But it, it's like, um, it's like Lancashire in the UK. You're Lancastrian. Lancastrian. Oh, see yeah. that? Yeah, I don't know. I'm a Gold Coaster. <laughs> I know, right? Costa. <laughs> My Costa van or some shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you're losing your mind a bit. Yeah, I'm yeah. a bit sorry. All right. <laughs> anyway, so we've just been to Canberra for competitive competition. I had two lots of competition over um, two weekends. Mm-hmm. So yep. on, on the first weekend was um, the uh, Wheelchair National Championships and Summer Down Under Series. Mm-hmm. What are you listening to in your head? I was just... You're just bo- <laughs> I was just popping your head around. <laughs> just, just wondering what you're listening to there. Is there, is there a song going on? No, there? there's not. There's not. It's just, it's just what I do. <laughs> that was really funny. I've completely lost where I was. Oh yeah. Okay. So we had the Summer Down Under series and national championships on the first weekend and on the at the Australian Institute of Sport. Yes. And on the second weekend we had um, ACT state, state championships. Yes. Oh, what an experience! Got to say, what a you did so freaking well. Thank you. You did. I'm, so, <laughs> okay. so uh, I'm, I'm going to say this because she won't. But, but, peep. Every time you competed the last week, you improved your PB. Yes. Every time, and I'm not talking by a small amount. Absolutely kicked its ass. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, you, let's face it, your coach is fucking cool too. I but, know. You, you, yeah. My coach does an, a good, bloody good job, I reckon. Well, I think so. Yeah, your coach, <laughs> driver, <laughs> shit kicker. Fe- fellow podcast host. Uh, fellow <laughs> podcast host. <laughs> Business partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
friend, all, friend, I guess. <laughs> all round good guy. Yeah. So, anyway. We, we, but anyway, we had a we, we had digress. A very, we have we had a very successful we did. couple couple of events. It's mm-hmm. um yeah took out a couple of records as well. I know uh, Queensland state Queensland record. state records. So for the uh, one hundred meters and the four hundred, and we're waiting to hear about back about the two hundred. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, but anyway, I digress. So whilst whilst there. Uh, it's it's a mix of elite level athletes, you know, Paralympians, there's internationals, um, but there's also junior athletes that are just competing for the first time. So it's it's, it's a really, especially with Summer Down Under, it's it's a wheelchair. <laughs> oh, bless you. Thank you. <laughs> it's a wheelchair um, only event or, or um, a, a people with disabilities only event. Mm-hmm. And it is such a fantastic chance yeah. for the for the young upcoming athletes or the, the ones that are literally just starting out to experience competition, mm-hmm. but to also be mentored and taught by the elites yep. and, you know, and, and the Paralympians. But this is what I thought was incredibly cool about it and yep. why we're giving it a mention in the kindness virus. So there were a number of elite athletes there, mm-hmm. um, Paralympians, that actually sacrificed their times and their... <laughs> good job. <laughs> Keep still, fidget bum. Who, <laughs> who, um, who sacrificed their times in order to race with the, the younger junior athletes yep. and support them through the through the events so mm. summer down under series is like you know y- your normal track events the the one two four yep. eight hundred meters and whatever but there's also the Oz day 10k in sydney on australia mm-hmm. day yep. hence the name <laughs> and and in both events we've heard about stories of um top level athletes yeah helping out the younger ones mm-hmm. and and pushing with them because I'm I'm sure for kids that age it would have been one hell of a nerve-wracking experience. Yeah. Um I, it's bad enough when you're an adult first doing these these kind of races let alone as a as a young kid. So yeah, 100%. I yeah. just think that's incredibly kind that there's so many people in the wheelchair sports community that are mm-hmm. that that are, that are sacrificing their own goals and their mm. own times and and um, actually putting themselves out there to keep growing the sport and, and to yeah. support kids that, that just want to give it a go. It's the thing I love about this sport. There is a lot of the the more experienced athletes and the, the elite athletes of the sport are really, really, really want to see this sport progress and, and continue. And, um, you know, it's amazing. It's it's like, you know, it's like having, you know, Hussein Bolt or, you know, Kathy Freeman, um Yes. Did you just say Hussein? You, what's it? Usain? 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 Usain Bolt? Usain Bolt is you, if Bolt is Usain's brother. Yeah. Usain. Usain. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt. Yes. Um, it's like having you know the the crip version of of them training with you. It's yes. it for for kid you know for a you know, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 year old kid. That's such a cool experience. It is. And and it is for anybody, mm-hmm. you know, the whole reason that I ended up getting so heavily and deeply involved with this is because I, I made a choice to do Gold yep. Coast Marathon back in 2018, just after have, only having a racing chair for six weeks. I had no bloody idea what I was doing. Um, I'd, I'd never, it was just supposed to be a bit of fun. And, and, yeah. and I met, um, some of the elite athletes there and they were like come along to camera do a development camp with us they were so supportive yeah. and, and it's that kind of stuff being able to 
see um, you know that that level of visibility being able to see yourself in them and know actually do you know what i could do that yep. that actually leads to you not not you know not necessarily achieving huge goals because mm-hmm. that's not for everyone but certainly feeling accepted um having a level of participation in in mm. in, in, in just normal things like everybody mm. else gets to do and, it, and it, it's life-changing you know you know for me I mean, I, I was very lucky. I, I got to do a lot of that sort of stuff as a junior and attend a lot of development camps and I had some great support. And a lot of it initially was simply just getting to hang out with other Crips. Exactly. Because, you know, I where I lived in it, there wasn't a huge – like I didn't see – I didn't have people that I regularly hung out with that were – you know, you and I hang out every day now and do stuff. Yeah. But, you know, when I was a kid, I didn't have – other wheelies or whatever that I hung out with. So, you know, for for a young kid, that's such an invaluable thing. And to, just to be able to be around other people yeah, exactly. and older people that are like them. Yeah, you know? yeah, they have life experience as well. I mean, uh, for, for me, mm. um, I, I'd i never really met any wheelchair users before mm-hmm. doing Gold Coast Marathon. And, yeah. and, and um, I, I guess I didn't feel like I belong to that community because mm. I've, yep. I've never, I just, I had it's still an able-bodied outlook of what disability meant. And I had a yeah. real lack of understanding mm. and it, it changed my perspective, but it also helped me to see all the things that can still be achieved through, through wheelchair use. And, yep. it, it, and, and I now see a wheelchair as a vessel of independence, not yep. as something that I'm bound by because I'm mm. not, I am not bound by a wheelchair and no wheelchair user no. is. It, it, it is our way it is just a means of getting around it gets something that gives us our independence and mm-hmm. and i just i i love and, and it's the one thing i truly love about the disabled community and about wheelchair sports community is yep. that that level of support and um camaraderie and just you know belonging that yeah. being part of this community gives you absolutely it's, um, and, and anyway anyway so yes on on the weekend i just want to give a shout out to those athletes that, yep. that did that because i just think it was incredibly kind it was great to see and it's it's wonderful to see that level of support you know you don't you don't necessarily get that in the able-bodied no, um, no. Com- community you wouldn't you certainly wouldn't have olympians coming along and giving their time all the time to mm. to um you know people that are just starting out yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's just not something you really yeah. hear of I, I think you know there's there's a few athletes but i think one in particular that sticks out is eliza oh, should, yeah um yeah amazing amazing you know paralympian and just all around great great good, chick good good human good human and um you know she was there she jumped in her chair and um you know, she, she's retired from the sport she now has, she and has. um hey eliza if you're watching hey. and um yeah, I saw her. She jumped in a racing chair again, and um, I, I kind of said to her, "How's that feel?" You know, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was great to see. Yeah, and, it yeah. was, and and she she pushed the was it the one hundred? I think yeah, so. I think yeah, I think so. One hundred was one of the junior athletes, mm. and um, it, it was just wonderful to see. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you with your AIA shirt oh, on. Oh, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Look at me, young. No, I'm joking. What? Oh, fuck off! Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. 
A coffee Subway sandwich. Yeah, see. Oh, what did you just Don't do? make me pull out a hurdle. <laughs> I will. Oh, uh, yeah. I will. Competition's done. I'll, I'll do it. Pull out a hurdle. There were fucking steeplechases everywhere. Yeah, I, will. I will take oh. your hurdle. I will take your making out with a hurdle and raise you a steeplechase. I've got to say, the 200 on that day when it was absolutely pissing it down and then they had the steeplechase <laughs> out before the two, like literally before the 200 and like the entire track. <laughs> was flooded i still came out with the pb i know i know it, it, it was they they did the steeplechase and then the water from the steeplechase was god all over the track and all, <laughs> I, I went and warned you guys didn't i yeah. was, i'm like, glad you warned me because mm. i i started to acclimate across that and i wouldn't have had any awareness that that was there if you hadn't have said something apart from all the water coming up into my face <laughs> all right guys i know you wheelchair racers wheelchair athletes but you're gonna need water skis <laughs> Maybe you want to bring a canoe for this race. <laughs> <laughs> but, how, but just talking about Canberra momentarily, and I know this is a bit of a digression, but Canberra is such a bloody cool place. I oh, love Canberra. Where we stay where yeah. is um, Braddon, which is just one of the suburbs, literally you yeah. know, a K outside of um, mm-hmm. Canberra city centre. My God, it's just such got such a cool vibe there. It is. It's great. There's you know there's food. There's oh god the food bars and I mean not that we hit the bars too hard but I mean <laughs> there was oh I tell you what if you are going to Canberra or live in Canberra there is a restaurant called Zab that you need to check out. We've been so there good. twice. We tried to I think you know the last time we were there we actually tried to go a second time and we didn't did. get to go. We didn't get to go because it was closed and, bloody hell. And this time we tried to go again and once again it was shut so yeah. i think it just didn't it it's giving us a limit of one time per, <laughs> but, um, but the food's amazing oh man it's such a good so if you live in canberra or you're going to canberra or if you ever get to go to canberra i highly recommend it yeah do, do you know what else i really enjoyed this, uh, this is gonna okay i'm gonna show my geekiness now because i am a geek i love you are uh, the um, Questacon, the Science and Tech Centre. That was pretty cool. Mm, that was really cool. That was a really cool place, that was, yeah. That was really yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, you, you were definitely getting your nerd on there. <laughs> yeah, I was a bit. I got really excited over the giant periodic table that had, <laughs> had each of the elements inside oh, glass jars. I, <laughs> I am a geek, I'll admit that. I, I kind of thought it was cool that it had like radium and stuff there. Yeah, and like uranium and then plutonium. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? We're all about to die <laughs> <laughs> nobody light a match or yeah. whatever i don't know if that no, even no, works, nobody no nobody let it out of its casing because then we'd have a problem <laughs> yeah, yeah this, is, this is very true but yeah canberra is such a i don't think we spent any more than about 12 minutes in the car getting anywhere yeah it's very cool yeah. lovely wide streets easy to get around ais track i've got to tell you is just mm-hmm. phenomenal to push yes. on i love that place just yeah, we had a great time. So if we have any ACT or Canberrian, Canber- there we go again. Canberrian, because probably Canberrian, right. Cam- yeah. yeah, listeners or watchers or whatever. Hi, hi there. Shout out to you. All right, we should move on. Yeah, we should. Right. We're going from Canberra to talking about something slightly different. Okay. I'm going to sound like an old man and, and yeah, actually, you know what? You should take this one because I'm going to sound like a dirty old man. And that, Okay, yeah, probably. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll take the lead on you this You take the lead as, on as this one. As a female, I feel like it's probably a little bit more appropriate. Yes. I'm going to shut the fuck up. Okay, so. I'll sit in the corner. Hang on. <laughs> 
So how often do you go to family theme parks, yeah. fam like water parks, family, you know, water fun play areas, yeah. and come across yeah, lots of women mm -hmm. wearing g-strings or thongs not in much we in the uk and, mm -hmm. and not wearing very much at all not leaving a lot to the imagination no now personally i think a woman should be allowed to wear whatever the fuck she wants so there shouldn't be restrictions on it however i do think that if you're going to a family area mm -hmm. yeah. where there's going to be lots of young kids you should probably not bear absolutely everything so that you're just wearing nothing but dental floss <laughs> i mean yes. it might give you a minty fresh butt mm. crack but yeah. <laughs> I, I get the whole you know getting the sun and all that sort of stuff i get that but you know that... is that what it's about though i'm not sure yeah. that it is half the time no what do you um, i if i <laughs> I know what you're thinking, and if I say it, I'm going to get into trouble. So, well, what do you think it is, Natasha? I, I, this is going to sound terrible, but for some people, it's yeah. it's about attention. Yeah, it's about and, and showing off. I'm sure for a lot, a lot of very beautiful mm. women, you know, a great body, which you know, awesome, more power to them. But and mm. and I have no problem with this. I'm 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 not a person that's a prude. And no, I'm, absolutely I'm, not. <laughs> I've I've worn some very skimpy outfits in my time. Trust me. However, stripper. You know, Nightclub dancer. <laughs> See this? Middle fingers. Middle <laughs> fingers. Um, at the end, you know, I have no problem with it, but they they were in nightclubs and so yeah. therefore the right environment for that kind of stuff. I don't necessarily think theme parks, or, uh, you know, water parks where young kids are there. Exactly. It, it just, I think it should be up to parents whether they allow their children to see that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. If they're okay with their kids seeing it, fair enough. But if they're not, you're not. If you're going around wearing very, very, very super, super skimpy stuff, mm -hmm. you're not actually giving and, and often bending over and doing things that you just don't know where to look. Yeah. You're you're putting parents in the situation where they're having to explain things they probably don't really or don't necessarily want to have to explain to kids from whatever age, or even you know teenage boy <laughs> it's, exactly it's just like yeah if i mean you know as a as a parent i don't particularly want to have to or you know as his tashi we don't we don't oh and you know my wife we don't really want to have to explain to mr six why somebody's wearing as you call it dental floss <laughs> while while at a family friendly water park and I just, uh, I'm sorry, but it's a respect thing. It's respect yeah. for the other people around. Yeah, exactly. So. And, and like I said, you know, if, you, if you're going to a beach or whatever, more power to you, that's, you know, yeah. that, that's, Do whatever a, that's fuck you want. Up, up to you. But if you're going to somewhere that really is aimed at, at children, mm -hmm. then just, just, I guess, respect the people around you. And I'm not saying cover up, you know, not at all, but just choose items a little bit yeah. more, um, Oh, yeah, anyway, carefully, I guess. We, we go to, like, the one that we particularly go to a lot, there are signs up everywhere. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, people are not seeing them or, you know. So, what do you think the answer is? Do, do they do they end up, do they have to school their um, patrollers on, you know, <laughs> talking to people about what's appropriate? Yeah. And Who knows? I don't know. 
I just I, I just think people in general should have more respect for others. Yeah. Uh, like and I like I said, I'm not saying that people should be women should be covering up because that that also is is an issue. But I do think that um, having respect if you're if you're at a family friendly place for for kids and you know teenage boys yeah. that I'm sure. Um, we're thinking all sorts of things. Yeah. We all know what fourteen-year-old boys are like. <laughs> I do. I was one. I was one once. It was a long time ago, but I was. Yeah, but um, absolutely. So you know what? Love to if you you're listening, watching, whatever you're doing. Um, love to know what your thoughts on this are. Whether oh, you, oh, do you think we're prudes? You, you, you might not agree with us, and that's totally fine. We, you know, we are not a. Um, what's the we're not we're not adverse to people well, yeah, yeah. their opinions across because mm. you know that's what we do and that's fine everybody's allowed this is a democracy exactly everybody's allowed their own opinion and that's what beautiful is beautiful about the country you live in exactly so uh, however you're wrong no I'm joking <laughs> but let us know what you think. If, if you think if you have uh, an idea of what can be done to to solve the issue um, you know tell us we'd love to we'd love to hear it and we might even um, if we we get some answers we might even come back on the next show and um, talk about them. And, and talk about it. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, <laughs> from from one thing that we deemed inappropriate to something else that is highly strange and slightly inappropriate. Like two cripples using a beach towel to skydive, this could go anywhere. Welcome to the soapbox session. That's awesome. It is. So I'm going to take lead on this one because. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's. It's kind of relating to something that I can't relate to anymore. No, this is this is very very true. Hang on, I'm just going to find it because I I need to read some messages to you. Guys. Oh, okay. Talk amongst yourselves. No, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Oh, good. I'm here. So, <laughs> since since the sixth of October, twenty twenty one, I have had this same repeated message. Message. Uh, message. Meshy. Is that water or that in... <laughs> vodka. vodka? It's vodka. You're into the vodka. Yes, I like my vodka. Uh, bring the vodka to the studio. Sorry, that was... <laughs> Where did... That was started off as some kind of Russian. I don't know what it ended up with, but definitely um, wasn't Russian anymore. Yeah, it went from, um, like, Russian to... Slavic God knows. Anyway, so anyway, I've had this same repeated message on on Instagram, and it's Mm -hmm. it's not a bot or anything. It is a definite human being. Talking about oh, we were just talking about bots. Sorry. Yeah, and (laughs) okay, and um, he keeps sending me the same message and saying, "Hey, I'm really sorry to be weird, but I was wondering if you'd like if you'd be willing to sell me feet pictures." Well, it is fucking weird. It is very weird, and. Uh, I don't know. It is weird. I, have, I haven't responded to it yet. So I get lots of these kind of yes. um, these kind of weird messages from men. Oddly like, enough, I don't get them. <laughs> you know, you don't get the feet <laughs> questions. You have had someone asking you for pictures of your feet, haven't you? Yes, I have. It was when I had feet. But... <laughs> I know that you'd be like, "Well, you're going to have to go to an incinerator somewhere oh, to find it now." I was. I, I should have replied. You have no idea of the shitstorm you're getting yourself into. <laughs> yeah. But okay, so first off, like, why? Why do so many men want photographs of feet? Like, well, it's a kink, isn't it? I mean, it it's is, like it is a kink. It's a kink, like you know, some people like. 
Diff- people like different things. Some people like vaginas, others like feet. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, I'm just putting out okay, there. Okay, then. <laughs> but it's Jesus, true. Jesus, this, this, <laughs> this went quick south again. quick, didn't it? Holy hell. <laughs> I'm talking about vaginas, probably <laughs> did. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, oh. anyway, so this, this, this fella has been sending me these messages for the past year and a bit. I, I haven't responded to him, though. <laughs> And I never do with these feet pictures. But, okay, here's the thing. Maybe I should be responding, and maybe I should be starting up a bit of a side hustle here. Okay, make your make some money out of it. Why not? Well, you know, there's there's OnlyFans and all that kind of stuff, and you know, I'm in desperate need of money to keep racing. So maybe instead of getting racing's not cheap. <laughs> racing is not cheap. Hey, if there's anyone out there interested, interested in sponsoring some wheelchair athletes, come come talk to me, please, because mm-hmm. yep. I'm getting desperate. But anyway, I digress. Um, we I, do that. <laughs> we do that all the time. Mm. Um, like, should I seriously be thinking about selling photographs to these guys? If you think Tash should or if she shouldn't, either way, drop a comment, um, send us a DM, whatever you – DM or – DM, yeah. DM, yeah, oh, yeah. Or, or just, you know, message, 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 PM, messenger, message, <laughs> far out. I give up. I cannot talk today. It was like trying to say power, power, power. <laughs> power, 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 power see, you couldn't do it either. Para power lifting earlier. You know what we should have done? We should have got young yeah. Mr. Skinner to say it ten times really quickly. Yeah. See if you could do it. Yeah, I can't even say it once. Yeah. Power, power, oh, he, he's probably used to saying it though. So. <laughs> yeah, true yeah. that. Anyway, yes. Mm. So, like, I'm I'm thinking, you know, to beat the trolls, to to beat the people that are mm. a bit weird with their mm. weird you know, devotee style yep. kinks. Maybe I should be starting this up as a bit of a side hustle, get myself some money in and just, I, I mean, all they want is pictures of my feet. I yeah. just, I just can hate to imagine what they're doing with those you, photos. Can you, can you do like an OnlyFans, but it, own, not be like it just be a feet. Well, can you do that? Yeah, I don't know yeah, if you, you can, can do you that. Can, you can do only. Clearly, only, I've never looked at only. <laughs> you fans. can do only fans in anything you friggin' want. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, you know. Well, maybe that's it then. Maybe mm-hmm. this is this is this is the new business coming at you. The, mm-hmm. the I I've, I need to think of something really fun to call it. Like yes, I've got you know some kind of weird feet feet fetish yes i don't know anyone got any ideas help us out here maybe you can help us with a name for the new business (laughs) (laughs) maybe i could uh i wonder if there's a market out there for stump photos yes there is because there's really oh there's there's, it's a huge market out there for it because there are so many um amputee devotees like that's where the majority of devotees are yeah yeah did you did you see that video the other day that you were that I sent you with um, from our friend Dean with the chick doing the pole dancing with her stomach? Ah, uh, yes, I did. I feel yes, like I, I hello, feel Dean. Like, <laughs> you <laughs> sick bastard! I love it. <laughs> I feel like you should be getting into that. That'll help you earn a little bit of extra cash. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm no, you know what? Screw OnlyFans because I, you know, I, I'm going to start my own website and it's going to be www.getstumped.com. Dot com. I like it. It's probably already taken because, yeah. I, I feel like something on, along the lines of www.cripfancier or cripplefancier.com. Cripplefancier. <laughs> you know, a bit like bird fancier, cripplefancier. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe we need to bring this show to an end. I, I think cannot. We... I can't talk. Yes. Before we go. Yes. Our good friend, Adam Hansen. 
Yes. You're a bloody legend. You are a legend. He, um, we ran we into... We just saw him at um, Subway, Subway. Run, Runaway Bay, didn't we? We, we? we have this habit, like the last couple of podcasts we've done, I haven't seen him, like I used to work with him, top guy, top, top guy. And um, we... Uh, we used to work together anyway. We were at Subway and we've only I've been to Subway like twice in the last hour long and but both times both we've been times the, we've bumped into him. We've run into him there. Yes. And um yeah, he, the last time I was buying you an apple juice because Because I was dying. Because you were dying as you having a hypo. As you tend to do on this when we do this I recording know, for some reason. It seems to be Wednesdays my diabetes just goes completely haywire. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway. and it, so we, we ran in real quick and we're like, okay, as usual, we're running late. So we're hauling ass towards the car. And he comes barreling out of the subway. He's like, here, I got you this. And he got you an apple juice. Apple juice. Wasn't I? No, wasn't that lovely? <laughs> so talk about the kindness virus. That was very, very kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very sweet. Well, I think, we, yeah, we were probably, we could have saved that for another episode. But I just thought it was it was current and it was worth yeah, it. Yeah, so. it was a nice thing for him to do. Yeah. And, you know, there's plenty of kind kind of, oh, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty of kind people in this world. So there is. Yeah. Adam Hansen is absolutely one of those people. Yes. Nicest, one of the nicest blokes you'll ever meet. Yeah, so. thank you, Adam. Um, Appreciate it. must be something about the name Adam, I guess. Yeah, well. Hey, I said something nice about you. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> well, hey, look, it's recorded now. I might even get Ruby to put this on a button, I reckon. <laughs> I'm going to get, you, you're going to put that on a button for me, Rubes. She said something nice about me. I know. I, I don't say it often. He wants it recorded for prosperity's <laughs> sake. <laughs> it's going to get saved for all time. <laughs> is that one of those ones you're going to put on a button and replay at me every so often to remind me that I was once nice to yes. you? Yes. <laughs> so I'll say, I'll play it and you're like, yeah, but I'm not nice to you now. And then I'll play the don't make me pull out a hurdle. Oh, yes. Okay. And, yeah, then, yeah. and then I'll tell you to fuck off Subway Sandwich again. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Somebody called me, somebody else called me Subway Sandwich the other day. Oh, I love it. That awesome. was brilliant. Nobody else has done it. It was kind of something that we came up with. And yes. Yeah. But, um, oh, you know who it was? It was my mate Dennis down in, um, Oh, it was Dennis Devereaux because he's yeah. been listening to our podcast. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Dennis. By the way, Dennis, my God. So <laughs> this, this dude is a fucking legend. He he did the Oz Day 10K in Sydney on a day when it was like six bajillion degrees, wearing <laughs> a great big fucking furry shark suit. <laughs> it got so much media coverage in a racing chair, which is hard enough as it is. But he had like the full bloody headdress on, the yep. full body. Like how he didn't die is beyond me. <laughs> I think he probably came pretty close. Yeah, like I, I, I hear the, the ambulance officers got a little pissed with him at the end. Can't imagine why. <laughs> Dennis, you're a legend, mate. <laughs> yeah, mate, screw what they think. Kudos to you, my man. That was I, I got to cool. say, I, I, saw, I saw the coverage and I absolutely wet myself. It was brilliant. What, what I love is um, New South Wales ACT Wheelchair Sports put a thing up on their Facebook page yeah. and it was – Everyone, well, it wasn't everyone. It was like nine photos of the faces of some of the competitors of the Oz Day, um, their faces at the start line. And one of them was young Dennis in his in his shark suit. Yeah. And um, like whose uh, who's face, whose start line face is better or, yeah, something to that effect. And I'm like, of course That's it was. It has to be Dennis. Of course it was Dennis. Like, I think we need to give him the nickname the shark. The shark. Yeah. Yeah, I was. Oh, yeah, no, I was thinking that isn't. Oh, no, Greg Norman, but yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, well, maybe you know the grey nurse or something. <laughs> the grey <laughs> nurse. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> Leave him that alone. Uh, anyway, cool. Uh, all right. Well, hey, is is that us for another day? I think we're done. We've gone. We've got. We've done all right. Yeah. 
All right. Done all right. Sweet. Okay. Well, thank you guys for joining us again as usual. Don't forget to subscribe. Give us a like. Tell us what you want to hear. Um, if you've got any, any, any questions. Any questions, make sure you uh, put them, send us a message, put them on the page. If you want to tell us to stop talking so much shit, you're welcome to as <laughs> we, well. We, talk. we just drivel, hey. Most importantly, if you want to keep up with what's going on and all the stupid shit that goes on with us, make sure you follow us on social media. On Instagram, you can get Instagram. I didn't say that very well. Instagram, yeah. Instagram, you can get us at two. Crips dot one pair of legs. Is that two or uh, the number two? And the number the, two, number two and number one. Yep. Yes. <laughs> right. We're going into a completely different conversation. Uh, now, like, right, now stop. we're into the toilet humour. <laughs> Bloody hell! It's time to finish. And on on Facebook, it's in letters. Two cripples, one pair of legs podcast. Yeah, because we have to be real careful on Facebook yes, about it. Yes, because we cannot use the word crip on Facebook because we'll get accused of gang um, affiliations. <laughs> I think I'm halfway through my. My, yeah. um, I, I'm still banned until um, I've got another week to go yet. Hence yeah. the reason we're recording on Instagram again. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Thank you, Facebook. Thanks, Facebook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we'll see you next time, guys. Have a great week, great fortnight, and we'll catch you soon. Peace. Bye. <laughs> well that's a wrap for this week's episode of two cripples one pair of legs as always we'd like to thank our studio guests for joining us and of course to the legends at Pobfire for making all of this come to life if you've like what you've heard or even if we've offended the shit out of you but you still want to hear more make sure you hit the subscribe button and also check out our insta page two crips dot one pair of legs and you'll be the first to know when a new episode drops <laughs>